Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little hungover. I'm doing this the day after Super Bowl because I'm leaving forever. No. The plane crashes, maybe. Then I'll be gone forever. Imagine surviving, of like, like it's, like, lost. You just, you fucking, I'm going back home. Plane goes down, and then it's just me. I immediately have to learn how to eat humans. Because it's, like, dude, assuming the peanuts stay within, like, a hundred-mile radius of where we crash, I'm not going to be, eat, be eating that. But there's going to be people around me, so I'm going to have to learn how to eat people. What do you eat first? And how long into being insanely hungry are you just like, I'm just going to start eating people? I feel like it'd be at least like a, I'd say a week. I'm super hungover, but I am cracking one beer just to hopefully just tell everyone to shh a little bit. There's a lot going on up there. I didn't even drink that much. I think I had, I'm not even kidding. Let's see. Let's count it out. I had one seltzer, seltzer, I had one tall can IPA, which was like 8%, but I started my night there, and I started drinking at like noon, so, what else did I have? So I had those two, I had a Michelob, which is ironic, what I just cracked, I think that's it. I had th- four beers. Four beers and I'm hungover. I was in dire straits last night. I got home. I felt fine. I wasn't, I was, I felt totally fine. I made sure I wasn't drinking and driving, all that stuff. But I got home and I just felt like I just, I also ate a ridiculous amount of pizza. That's probably what it was. I think I had like six. Like six or seven slices. That'll do it. Little charcuterie board. Some fucking some Cheetos. You know? Some some ruffle regular ruffles with some sour cream and onion dip. You know. But you just keep eating that for like six hours. Dude, the fucking halftime show was so long. Can we just, can we, can we stop with halftime shows? Like, or let's make them nuts. Let's make them fucking crazy. I want to see people flying. I want to see fucking F-18s doing like Top Gun shit in the middle of Arizona. I want to see fucking, the fireworks were the coolest part. I don't even know if she was singing. It looked like she was lip syncing. I don't know. The whole thing, I'm just going to be honest with you. And I don't know why it upsets me because it shouldn't. And I really don't care. <laughs> but it's just, I would rather just not have it and then get over with football earlier so I can go Mimi's at 9 instead of 1030. But I feel like the whole thing with Rihanna in the halftime performance was just like a PR move to announce that she's she's pregnant. Like, dude, just fucking, just fucking tweet it. Or like, I have a new makeup 
compact coming out and it's called child number two or some shit and everyone buys it that way you make even more money and you get your agenda no (laughs) and you get your fucking your message out there I don't know I feel like there was like 9,000 songs before the coin toss I think I counted six I think there was six songs before the national anthem I was like I don't I don't it is a fucking concert set list before we get to watch these guys just further their CTE for the next 60 minutes like what are we doing how much money goes into the production of something like the Super Bowl is it like fucking 300 million is it a 5 billion I don't even know what number to throw out I'm not talking about paying the players or the staff I'm just talking about like the Super Bowl staff, like the fucking people that do the lights. And dude, honestly, for a second there, when Rihanna started singing all of the all of the lights, I was like, how cool would it have been if Kanye would have just repelled in? You know, like the fucking like a, a WWE wrestler or whatever. Just comes in in that all black like onesie suit thing with the face, I don't know, with, with the mask over his head. And he just drops a performance of a lifetime. He's like, just kidding about everything. I'm back with Adidas. And he has like a whole, the whole thing was like a PR move. But that's not what happened, did it? There was no special guests. The only cool thing about that performance, other than looking at Rihanna, was the floating platforms. Those were cool. But she's just like, what? She's up there and she's just like rubbing her stomach for fucking 20 minutes. I'm like, what are we doing, man? I'm not hating. I love her. I do like Rihanna. I think she's talented. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's worth $1.4 billion. I think she's got it figured out. I don't think she needs help from us fucking peasants. But if that's going to be your comeback show after like, what was it, like 10 years, 7 years, 8 years? I mean, I would have, I would have, I would have, I I don't know. Let's look. How much was the production of the Super Bowl? How much are Super Bowl performers paid? That's not, how much? I mean, that's a pretty honest. Most super. Most expensive Super Bowl halftime show ever. Let's start there. I feel like Prince has got to be up there, right? Prince might have the best halftime show. I'm just I'm just going to say it. And it was like raining and shit. It was dope. Last year was all right. With like Snoop Dogg and Eminem and Dr. Dre. Mary J. Blige. That... It could have been a lot cooler if it was less, like, flashy and they didn't have, like, fucking set designs and shit. Like, if we're watching, you know, fucking Hamilton, then it may have been cool. If they were just all on one stage, throw in the Tupac hologram, do California Love real quick, like, bring out Snoop, like, have it be, you know, a whole thing. But no, they got 50 Cent being upside down, blood just rushing to his head. Like, he's like, can we fucking start this? I am, I'm seeing spots. One million dollars per minute. What? 
Halftime shows from the like of Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake have remained etched in our memories for being controversial. Some shows cost as much as $1 million per minute. I mean, that, that doesn't even seem... Because, like, how long is a halftime show? 20 minutes? $20 million? I mean, to, yeah, to us, that's a lot. But if you're Roger Goodell, you probably made that in fucking DeMar Hamlin jerseys over the last month. You could bump it up a little bit. I want to see people flying. Number one was The weekend. 17. That was the one with all the mirrors, right? Where we almost just threw up in front of our family watching the Super Bowl. While he's all yacked out. I don't, I don't actually know if he does, but it sure looked like it. Oh, never mind. Here you go. The weekend used $7 million of his own money to fund his cre- incredible production. See, I'm an asshole. I was talking shit on it. He paid for almost half. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, that one was dope. But that was dope for different reasons. That was for the guys, for sure. They're like, look at these two women who are in their 40s that look like they're fucking 27. Half naked, shaking their assholes in front of everybody. And I'm like, yeah, sign me up. How long? 25 minutes? I'm turning my phone off. That was what, 2020? That was when the Chiefs... Was that Chiefs Niners? No, 2020. It would have been 2019. I think that was Chiefs Niners. 2020 Super yeah the Niners got fucking spanked I loved it I loved every fucking second of it dude Pat Patrick Mahomes huh two two rings in five years four years Prince 12 million dollars yeah see Aerosmith and NSYNC when was this 2001 hmm Yeah, I thought the Beyonce six hundred thousand. I would think that Beyonce would be number one. It's a lot of fucking money, dude. They spend so much money, and I feel like I feel like they could have done without it. I don't know. Like how much how much exposure does it really bring? Like, let's be real. Would Rihanna have just as much exposure? If she said, hey, I'll have an announcement at the halftime show. Okay? Hear me out. Halftime show happens. Or at, at halftime, a little QR code pops up on the bottom right-hand corner. And you go, hey, what the fuck is this? Is this from China? What is it? I don't know. I'm going to scan it. You scan it. Brand new Rihanna album at halftime. Don't you think that she would have probably more exposure doing that than doing the halftime show. I guess she couldn't announce that she was pregnant. Fuck it. Name the album I'm pregnant. Or like run it back. Or fuck it. <laughs> run it back and it's a picture of a child on the front. Or something. That way she gets the message out and she gets the fucking clicks. I don't know. It was actually a really good Super Bowl. I mean, except for the terrible officiating um, the fucking fact that they were in Glendale, Arizona, and they were slipping around like they were in like they were playing in fucking Buffalo. You had dudes changing out cleats every fucking play because they were slipping and sliding like they put fucking Dawn soap all over the goddamn place. 
Was it the last call pass interference? Pro- I think so. He, he, did, he did tug on his jersey. Should they have let him play? Yeah, probably. But say they let him play. Say he scores. It wouldn't have mattered. Or they get turnover on downs. The Eagles score. And then all the Chiefs fans be like, what the fuck? You didn't call that motherfucking fuck? Well, they get all mad. My favorite part of the Super Bowl is the day after. Where you go on, you go online and you see all the people that th- their their team lost, and they just become children and they punch their TV. I saw one today. I think it's an old one. I think I've seen this before. I think this is like ten years old. But some, I think it was like uh, Pittsburgh, Arizona. So that was like what two thousand seven. I don't know. I'm too fucking dumb to go look it up. But it was somewhere around there. And his team lost, and he just pulls out a gun and shoots his TV. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Holy shit. That's going to bug me now. What fucking year was that? Cardinals versus Steelers. Super. Well, 2011? 2009. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger wins his fucking Super Bowl. 256 yards, one pick, one touchdown. 21 of 30. And then, oh, this is when Kurt Warner was playing for the Cardinals? What? Loki kind of forgot he was even playing for the Cardinals. That's right. 377 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. 31 for 43. Larry Fitzgerald, 127 yards, two touchdowns. Santonio Holmes, 131 yards, over nine catches. Dude, Larry Fitzgerald, seven catches, 127 yards, two touchdowns. I realize I realize I'm reviewing a fucking 14-year-old Super Bowl, but Santonio Holmes, nine catches, 131 yards, one touchdown, averaging 114.6 yards a catch. Hmm. Dang, I'm having flashbacks. I remember where I was at. Or no, it wasn't this one. It was, uh, who? what was 2011 Super Bowl? Was that Packers? Um, Packers Steelers? <laughs> yeah. I'm watching this in Seattle. Sorry, I'm just fucking reading. I'm dumb. Um, so anyways, fucking Super Bowl. Congrats to the Chiefs. Two rings in four years, three years. They could just keep doing it. That's, that's the crazy thing. As long as like nobody gets injured or someone doesn't get all, you know, have a stick up their ass and they're like, I need to get paid more. And then like it fucks up the, you know, offensive line or some shit. If they keep this, if they keep that offensive line, it almost doesn't matter who is receiving the ball as long as Pat Mahomes is throwing it. I mean, look at Juju Smith-Schuster, Super Bowl champ. Number nine. All those years in Pittsburgh. Well, no, I guess he, did he, is that his first ring? No, it's not, huh? Juju I don't know if you don't know. That may have been his first one, right? Yeah, because he got drafted in 2017. And 2017, 
The Steelers have not gone since then. So, yeah, this is his first championship. Dang. High-scoring game, though, huh? 38-35. Chiefs just coming back, just fucking destroying the Eagles. That was crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, fucking Super Bowl. What else is going on? We got Valentine's Day coming up. You fucking excited for that or what? You need to go up. Be like, hi, honey. How's it going? And she's like, it's good. And then you're just like, oh, bitch. <laughs> no. Valentine's Day. I actually like Valentine's Day. The one thing I don't like about Valentine's Day is are the crowds. That's it. Everything else is fine. I don't mind it. I get it. It's a Hallmark holiday. It's kind of stupid. It's like, I should love you every day, but today especially. Like, it doesn't make any, for no reason. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any reason. What the fuck is Valentine's Day? Is it St. Valentine? I feel, I know we've done. We probably do this every year. This, this will be the fourth time that I've Googled this in four years. What is Valentine's Day? Because if I had to guess, it's probably started off as something like very not loving. It's like, oh, there was a murder in Salem, Oregon, and fucking everyone died. But Valentine came by and revived one of them. I don't know. Like, it's probably started off as like a terrible thing. But I honestly have no idea. Valentine's Day... Also called St. Valentine's Day is when lovers express... Okay, ba 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 Roman festival of Luper... Ooh, Jesus. Hang in with me. Uh, Lupercalia? Lupercalia. Lupercalia. Khaleesi. Lupercalisi held in mid-February. The festival which is celebrated... Oh my God, I think I'm having a stroke. The festival, comma, which celebrated <laughs> the coming of spring, comma... Included fertility, oh, so people were just fucking at this festival, and they were like, let's call it Luper Chupacabra, or whatever. At the end of the 5th century, Pope Galatius I forbid the celebration of the Chupacabra, and is sometimes attributed with replacing it with St. Valentine's Day, but the true origin of the holiday is vague at best. Yeah, see, Hallmark, Hallmark holiday. Hallmark was like, we got this. Although there were several Christian martyrs named Valentine, the day may have taken its name from a priest who was martyred about 20, 270 CE. What is that? 2070 CE? I thought it was AD, like Anthony Davis, or BC. Better Call Saul. I don't know. What is that? What is... Oh, if I keep scrolling, I have to subscribe. See? Every time, dude. What is CE? Why am I hung up on that? Hold on. I'm bookmarking this. What is 270 CE? What do CE and BCE mean? Common Era and Before Common Era. The letter CE or BCE is in conjunction with a year mean after or before year one. CE is the abbreviation for common era. BCE is a short for common or before common era. 
AD is short for Anno Domini. Anno Domini. Domini. Domino. Great movie. Kira Knightley. BC is the abbreviation of Before Christ. All right, I'm boring myself. Anyways, it started around 270 Common Era. So I'm assuming that's after Jesus got, you know, taken out, as they say. According to legend, the priest signed a letter, quote, from your valentine to his jailer's daughter, ooh, spicy, whom he had befriended and by some accounts healed from blindness. Okay, I'm already over. I'm there. What is this, the fucking, fucking Green Mile? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what do, other accounts hold that it was St. Valentine of Cherny. Cherny? T-E-R-N-I, Cherny. Where is this? It's in Rome, by the Nera, N-E-R-A, river, north of Rome. Hmm. Okay. St. Valentine of Turni, a bishop for whom the holiday was named, though it was possible that the two saints were actually one person. Okay, and this is turning into a fucking Stephen King movie. I don't, you got people can cure blindness. You got fucking C-E. You got C-T-E, which is what everybody was getting last night in the Super Bowl. Basically, Valentine's Day is made up. That's it. That's it. It further solidifies. If the dictionary's website is like it's vague at best, then then I don't really know what to tell you. His jailer's daughter, who he had befriended in some accounts, healed from blindness. Oh, I don't know. Vague at best. Um, so we got Valentine's Day. I'm going back to California. Um, so there will be no episode next week. Yeah, next week. I fly in on... No, 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 no. There won't be because I'll be gone. I'll be gone. Next week. No episode next week. Am I excited? Not really. I mean, I'm excited to see some like friends and some family, but like... Maybe the weed. Okay, let's do a let's do a let's do a pros and cons list of going back to California. Let's start with pros. I'm a I'm a glasses half full kind of guy. Pro, good burritos. Okay, that's gonna be my my fucking number one. Great burritos. There's no burritos in Texas. I don't know if the tortillas don't stretch as big out here or what, but they don't really have them. So I'm cure. I'm cure. I'm I'm just I'm 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 gonna fucking merc a burrito every single day. I'm gonna be fat. I'm probably gonna gain. What's the over? I'm gonna guess eleven pounds. I'm probably gonna guess. I'm gonna gain more than eleven pounds. If you're betting the under, let me know. Cookies and beer podcast on Instagram. <laughs> what if I come back just huge? Like Mac from It's Always Sunny. I just come back with just chubby cheeks. Like, God damn, how long were you there? Nine days. Holy shit. Okay, so pros, burrito, cons, traffic. That's always going to be my number one. Okay, pro. I'm going to get the real version of in and out Because the version of in and out out here is horse shit. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's fucking... F- I don't know if it's fake fake fucking meat or something but it doesn't taste the same so pro real in and out con it's $8 a gallon for gas or whatever it is when i moved it was like 675 or 781 or some shit it was ridiculous positive 
I already said friends and family, so that, that, I'm not going to add them because I've, I've already done it. I get to see my dog. Pro. Cool. Con. A lot of people in California suck. <laughs> a lot of them are great, but I'm not looking forward to seeing fucking selfies all over the fucking place. So that's a pro. That's a negative. A pro. I get to smoke weed legally. I'm going to smoke a lot of it. I was contemplating whether or not I should pack all of my recording shit with me and record at the house, but I'm not because that means I have to check a bag and with United, it's fucking like $50 and it's not worth it. So I'm not doing it. So that that's a pro. What, what's a con? Con Air. Great movie. Nick Cage. Hmm. I guess that's really it. I'm just going to get high and go lay in the sand like a fucking hobo. That's what I'm going to do on my, on my on my days off. People are like, so what are you doing today? Like, you're in California. I'm like, yeah. I'm smoking this deep indica, fucking 28% with Kiefer Sutherland on it. And just, I'm laying at the beach like a fucking homeless person. Chilling. Come find me. I just turned my phone off like a fucking, like it's taken. <laughs> it'll be fine it'll be fine who knows I may even get there and be like I miss this place I won't but I might you don't know I'm not there yet it hasn't happened yet so don't walk into it with a negative mindset I don't know that's all I got time machine Function three, two, one. This is Dicks of the Past. All right, February 17th. Is that the right day? What's today? 13th? It's Monday times five, not times five. Monday times five. That doesn't make any sense, does it? What is today? Oh, uh, well, it's fri- It should be Friday, but let me just do the math. If you have Monday, you times it by five. Yeah, it's Friday. <laughs> I think I think that's what it is. But February seventeenth, nineteen ninety-three. I will always love you by Whitney. Goated Houston. Um, yeah, great song. I mean, I don't really know what else you have to say. If you haven't heard it, then you've been living under a rock. The Rock, great movie, Nick Cage. That's two Nick Cage references today. Go us. Um, Falling Down, directed by Joel Schumacher. It's one of the most viewed movies in 1993. I will also go down and say that it's one of the best movies of all time. If you're new to this show... Welcome, but know that I love this movie. Maybe it's foreshadowing. I hope not. That's why I moved out of California, because if I would have stayed in California, I would have ended up like Michael Douglas in this movie. And I said, hey, I don't want to do that. I like people. I'm getting the fuck out. Now look at us. But if you haven't seen it, fantastic movie. Um, I said it once, I'll say it again. Falling Down is the first or second best 
Michael Douglas movie, either in front of or behind the game. If you haven't seen the game, you need to fucking go check it out. It's an awesome fucking movie. Um, people on TV were watching Newlyweds. Was this on MTV? Newlyweds TV show. This was 93, so I don't really... Yeah, it was him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick and Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. Newlyweds. I forgot this show existed. I watched this show because wasn't this the show where she was like, it's chicken of the sea. And then she's like, is it chicken or is it tuna? And I was like, I don't know. It's kind of a legit question. I was baked out of my mind. No, I wasn't because I was four. Stop lying, Andrew. I was baked. I was baked at four. Which was totally staged. And that was fine. Because, I mean, fucking make your money. I don't care. As long as you're not hurting anybody or, or yourself, make your money. If people are so dumb that they fall into it and they just keep pouring money into it, that's on them. But if you can do it, I'm not saying, you know, create Ponzi schemes and shit. But as long as it's somewhat ethical. No video games, huh? Yeah, no video games. I guess video games. Oh no, here we go. If you were if you played video games, you were probably playing Double Switch. I don't know what that is. So we're gonna Google it. Double Switch video game. Um, it was on Sega. Sega Saturn, Sega CD, Microsoft Windows, and then re-released under mobile Steam, PS4, Switch. Okay, it doesn't tell me what it is, though. The game takes place in an apartment complex called the Edward Arms, which was built by the famous industrialist Lionel Atwater Edward III. Okay, needs a shorter name at the tour. Turn of the 20th century. Uh, at the turn of the 20th century. Built following an archaeological, archaeological, oh my god, can we, can we make smaller words? Built following an archaeological, there we go, we got it. You just gotta hang in there, dude. You just gotta fucking sound it out. Expedition to the Valley of the Kings, the building of an ancient Egypt theme, and it is rumored to hide a valuable statue of the Issyx, named after the Okay, I'm already over this. This is it's a fucking game about keys. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sure it was a fine game, but you know what? It came out in '93, so it's like, what do you want from me? Here it says it came out in '94. Oh, that was in Japan. Never mind. Never mind. That was an okay dicks the past. That one had roller coasters to it. You had Whitney Houston, so you're like, let's fucking go. And then we had, you know, Chicken of the Sea. And then we got we ended it on a very dull note with double switch. That's sometimes sometimes that's life. You start high, you end low. Sometimes you start low, you end high. Sometimes you start low and you end low. It's just it's the roll of the fucking dice. Moving on to sports, okay. Um baseball, there really is nothing. I think baseball starts pretty soon, or at least spring ball is gonna be in the next like month or so. Okay. And with NBA, um ironically, when I got when I got done recording last week, everyone in half the league got traded. So we're not gonna go through every NBA trade because um at this point it's one, it's old news, and two, um, 
you don't come to me for NBA news, but we're going to talk about my Lakers real quick. So we got D'Angelo Russell back again. Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt, we gave away, we traded away Russell Westbrook. We got rid of another fucking first round draft pick. That was like right after I got, I literally got done recording and I checked my phone and it was like blockbuster deal, blah, 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 blah. Kevin Durant went to the Phoenix Suns. Patrick Beverly was on, he's not even on the Lakers anymore. He's on the Magic. We got Mo Bamba in a second round pick, so at least we got the pick. Down about that. Was that pretty much everything? I know like Gary Payton was going through a thing with like the James Wiseman trade, but there was like some 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 shit that went down. I'm too lazy to look it up. It doesn't matter if you really care. You probably already know. Ink Clippers got like they got Eric Gordon and a couple second round picks. I don't know what years. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Rockets got John Wall and Danny Green. Um, Josh Hart to the Knicks, which is might be actually very good. Blazers get Cam Reddish. And a next year first round draft pick, which is huge. Because my guess is they would probably want to draft someone that can go under Damian Lillard. And try to kind of get that other next class going. I don't know. I'm fucking, what the fuck do I know? Here I sound like goddamn. But dude, the Nets. Look at this. Kevin Durant and TJ Warren for Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and one two, three, four, five first-round picks, and two second-round picks, all in different drafts. Well, a first and a second pick, or both, the 2029. The Buck, the Bucks got Jay Crowder, which is huge. Sergi Baca is a Indiana Pacer. Did Yeah, half the fucking league got, like, traded, huh? I don't know if we talked about Kyrie Irving. I think that happened and I didn't talk about it. Kyrie Irving is on the Dallas Mavericks now. Had a very good first game. I really haven't followed up since then, but a lot going on. UFC, um, I did not watch the fights. I watched the Volkanovski-Islam Makachev fight, um, but I did not watch any of the other fights. It was a great fucking fight. I did not think it was going to go all five rounds. Um, I didn't know who I thought was going to win. But I definitely didn't think it was going to go five rounds. I was thinking maybe three or four. But it went all five. Islam got, Islam got the victory. Um, a lot of there's like controversy and shit about it because a lot of people think that Volkanovski won. Um, I kind of think he did. I mean the first the first couple yeah. I mean those later rounds is when he kind of started to pull away and like got some takedowns and some good some good shots, especially in that last like few minutes of the fifth round. But um, it sounds like they might be running it back. So we'll see. I don't really know if they really both fighters took a ton of damage. Islam's face was pretty beat up. Islam or um, Volkanovski had a, had, a, had a big cut, I think, in, in between his eyes or on his forehead or something like that. But I don't know when they would do that. I don't know if uh, it sounds like Volkanovski might be fighting Yair Rodriguez since he won his fight. So that's probably what he's going to do. So 
the 155 division is kind of open. I don't know if Dustin Poirier is going to try to go to 155 and or fight Islam at 155 or what's going to happen with that. We'll see. We'll see. We got Conor McGregor potentially coming back when he's going to, I think him and Michael Chandler are doing the ultimate fighter coaching, which means they're going to fight at the end of it. It sounds like at 170, which hopefully is a great fight, but I don't even think Conor McGregor is in the USADA testing pool yet. And I think once you go into the testing pool, you have to, you have to wait six, you have to piss clean for six months before you can like take a fight. So if they are fighting, they're not fighting until at least like 4th or 4th of July or I don't know if he's even in it. Let's see. Connor McGregor USADA pool. Yeah, so right here. I mean, this is on bloody elbow. They're usually pretty pretty good. Conor McGregor hasn't re-enrolled into the USADA testing pool despite tough announcement. Yeah. And I think at six months. I, don't, I think he has to pee clean. Yeah. He would have to be clean for a minimum of six months and have at least two negative tests prior to any competition. So, if he is fighting and he's not in the pool, I mean, he's not fighting until July, August, which is fine. Michael Chandler wouldn't have fought for like almost a year, right? When did, what was his last fight? Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler's the shit, huh? I mean, dude, comes up from Bellator after just murking everybody in Bellator, respectively. Comes up, fights Dan Hooker, beats Dan Hooker, starts doing backflips like a fucking jackrabbit. Everyone's all pumped. Fights Charles Oliveira, almost beats Charles Oliveira. And I think he like gave up his back in the second or something like that. And then he got, he had a tap. But he was doing fine against Charles Oliveira. Then he comes up and fights Justin Gaethje, which to me is probably one of the best fights I've ever seen in my entire life. I wish it was five rounds. I kind of, even though I, the only person that I want to see Connor fight is Michael Chandler at 170. I think it would be great. However, I do want to see before Justin Gaethje or Michael Chandler even think about like retiring or anything like that. I want to see them fight main event five rounds, maybe for a belt that would just add extra craziness to it and just watch them beat the living shit out of each other because that fight was dope. But when was his last fight? November of 2022, that's right. He just fought. That was on he fought on the um Stylebender fight when Stylebender lost. Yeah. So if he's willing to wait until July, October, or July, July, October, July or August. Because he fights usually, it looks like there's a pattern. It's like every May and November. There's a couple Januaries in there, but May and like November. Anyways, I don't know. I'm geeking out. Um, I don't know if there's fights this weekend. I think that there was a bunch of like canceled fights. I might be tripping. Let's look. Jessica and Drage and Aaron Blanchfield. Why do I feel like that fight is new? 
Um, let me look. Yeah, so she was, that's right. So she was supposed to fight Talia Santos, and I don't know what happened with that. But Jessica Andrade stepped in, which is great. So we do actually have a legit fucking, we have some really, who else is on this card? Yeah, this was supposed to be the Cheeto and Corey Sandhagen fight, and that got pushed. Oh, no prelims? That can't be right. What the fuck? I don't know. My computer's freaking. Um, so, yeah, there are fights. Check it out. Okay. Um, football. We already kind of talked about football, didn't we? For the most part. I mean... Are the Kansas City Chiefs a dynasty? They could be. I mean, they're only they've always been since Pat Mahomes. I mean, even before when they had like Tony Gonzalez and all them, like this, they've always been a not always been a contender. Not so much as in the last you know five six years, but still. Since they got Pat Mahomes, I mean, everybody was like, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. Are they going to be a bust? Well, they just won the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is dope, man. The fact that we get to fucking watch this shit. I mean, we got to witness Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. Even though I didn't really like him, Big Ben. Um, Eli, uh, Russ, Aaron Rodgers, Jesus Christ, how did I forget about him? Like, all these dudes playing, like, these are going to be the best of all time, for sure. Especially, like, the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's and the Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. But now we have, like, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, if he... I mean, he's definitely in the in the in the talks. They just got to start winning championships, is all. Joe Burrow. We'll see. Are we going to keep Geno Smith this year? I don't know. I don't know. I would like to. If they decide to keep Geno, which I think they should, they should also tell him to just anytime there's a scramble, just get rid of the ball because we do not need him getting hurt. Because if we if he gets hurt. We're going to be in trouble. We got Drew Locke, which is nothing against Drew Locke. We haven't even really seen him play with us yet. So we don't really know. Or do we let Geno go? Maybe he goes to like fucking the 49ers. No, that'd be, I would be so heartbroken. Are the, are the Niners going to keep Brock Purdy or Jimmy G? Are they going to get Aaron Rodgers? Is he going to go home? play for the Niners is he going to go to the Raiders team up with Devontae Adams again will he stay with Green Bay who knows we're going to figure it all out all I know is that I'm sad that football is over because now I have to watch basketball which is fine I like basketball but ever since I've moved the games are on way later which is my fault I understand that but I can't watch it. And there's way too many games. If It would be one thing if they're like, all right, but basketball is on one or two nights a week and it's on at 9 o'clock. I'd be like, fuck, all right, fine. 
but it's like every uh, it's every night. If you if you're a basketball fan, you're watching it every night. But as like a Lakers fan, or if you're following just one team, like your favorite team, I mean that's a three to four time a week commitment. And I'm not that committed. I I need my fucking sleep. I can't stay up till one o'clock in the morning watching Laker games. If I could, I would. I'm just getting old. And I like going memes more than I like watching sports. Depending on the sport, depending on the situation. If they're like, hey, the NBA Finals, Game 7, Lakers-Celtics at the Garden. It's on at 1 a.m. I'd be like, cool, I'm in. But for regular season, I'm chilling. Till like April, May is when I start really giving a fuck about basketball. Because then I can watch it every day. I can build the story. I know the players. It's kind of like baseball. Like, I'll check in with baseball. Opening day, I'm all pumped. Maybe a couple days after that, I'm like, yeah, we're going to fucking do it or whatever. Then, like, May rolls around. And you're like, it looks hot out there. <laughs> like, you just, your whole mind, <laughs> your whole, like, attitude shifts. Check in again, like, September. In September, October, if you're lucky, early November is when I start getting crazy with baseball. And UFC, just pretty much every weekend. It's a nonstop, nonstop fucking adrenaline rush. But yeah, RIP football. We have no more football until August, which is very sad. But maybe it's good. Maybe we can all go outside now and fucking live our lives. Um, album of the week, I went with an album called Into the Valley of Death, and it's by a band called Death by Stereo. Came out in the album, or came out in the album, <laughs> came out in the year 2003, um, like a punk, if I'm trying to think, like punk hardcore, but not really hardcore, more so punk, punk pop, no, it's not pop, punk, they're a fucking punk band, I think they're from, I think they're from Orange County, Death by Stereo, they are from Orange County, yep. Hardcore punk band, according to Wikipedia. Great band, great album. Check them out if you're into it. If not, then you know what? Maybe next week I'll have something that you like. And if not, then you just keep waiting. You keep waiting until I throw in some fucking Stevie Wonder or The Spinners or fucking Celine Dion, which I won't. If you're if you're waiting for Celine Dion, you better just you better just stop. You better fucking stop. Okay. So anyways, that's it for the week. You guys have a great two weeks to yourself without listening to my stupid ass. Um, Or no, I guess it's one week. I don't know. I'm fucking, I'm delirious. Eddie Murphy, great. Great hour special. Anyways, you guys be safe. You guys be good humans. And I will talk to you motherfuckers. Uh, not next week, the week after. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>